Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast. My podcasts are where we share about death, grief, about life and our transformation through it all. My name is Karen Lang. I am the author of the book Courage, a spiritual counsellor and mentor. In this podcast, I will talk about accepting and facing our vulnerabilities in life. But first, I would like to honour and acknowledge the original owners and ancestors of this land, the Jagera and the Turbal. The biggest vulnerability that we will all face in this life is our death. And when we think about it, learning to face our humanness and our vulnerabilities through all our experiences can feel like we are facing small deaths of ourself again and again. I am vulnerable when I admit that I am wrong. I am vulnerable when I take conscious risks not knowing if I will be safe or not. I am vulnerable when I speak my truth not knowing if I will have support or not. I am vulnerable when I reveal parts of me that you have not seen, not knowing if you will judge me or not. And although we can understand this on an intellectual level, why is it that we avoid being vulnerable at all costs with one another? And why when we reject this vulnerability within us, does it create such disconnection and pain in our relationships? There are many reasons we do not feel safe being vulnerable. Some of us were not allowed to express our emotions growing up and some of us experienced trauma, divorce or just had parents who were not in touch with their feelings. Throughout our childhood we may have been bullied or judged in our vulnerability. We may have been abused in our vulnerability or learn to feel guilty or silence for expressing our truth. And so it's important to recognise that the wounding that these experiences had on us is why as adults we reject our vulnerability and have a deep fear of opening up to others. Brene Brown says vulnerability is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of strength. It takes courage to be seen and to live in our truth in this world. And the closer we become in our relationships, the more our vulnerabilities are exposed. And so if we are fearful of being seen, of being intimate with someone, Our first response will be to pull away, shut down and protect ourselves from being hurt like we have been before. And this will always create division and disconnection with those we love. It's important to understand that when we shield and protect ourselves from revealing the intimate parts of ourself, 
the more that we shield and block ourselves from receiving the love, intimacy, contentment and the connection that we long with others. Without vulnerability, our relationships struggle. Without opening ourselves up to expose our humanness, our deepest fears, our secrets, our anger, our pain, we will never feel deeply connected to another. Vulnerability is a space to say, please see me, accept me and validate my truth. However, even though this is a really difficult space for all of us to be in, on top of this, we also want to guarantee that when we are vulnerable, it will be received in love <clears throat> and acceptance. Unfortunately, that's not how it works in our broken world. And so no matter how many times we have the courage to be vulnerable with someone, how many times we reveal our deepest truths with another, we all have to accept that it may not be received in the way that we want it. And so it leads us to the question, why would we be vulnerable with one another? Especially while our culture still discourage, um, discourages vulnerability and promotes it as a weakness, especially in men. And why we continue to do this and create barriers between us, we will continue also to feel isolated and disconnected from receiving what we need. Being vulnerable means finding deep acceptance and understanding in our fragility and our humanness. And more importantly, picking the right space for us to share it in. Vulnerability cannot be forced on someone. Look at it as a sacred space between people. It should be a respected and trusted space where you share your truth. And if you are the listener, then be patient and sensitive to others as vulnerability can be very painful to some and others may never feel ready. I remember a few months after our son died suddenly I started to feel the overwhelming emotions of grief and a friend of mine called and said we are so worried about you please come out and have coffee with us and let us look after you. But I knew it was time for me to be vulnerable and alone and begin to face the long journey of grief ahead. I use this example simply because sometimes it takes courage to say no, to tell others that I know you want to be with me but right now I need my space. I need to do it my way and even when others oppose this or tell you it's wrong, to have the courage to live in your power and your intuition. I have learned that the answer to others being vulnerable with you lies within us. And that when I practice becoming vulnerable to my own needs, to my own truth, and live in that fully, I become vulnerable to someone else's needs. And this creates a space for everyone to be vulnerable with me. Steve Jobs said, remembering that you are going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. 
Steve Jobs is right. There is no reason not to follow our heart. But I do know that it still takes deep listening, time, patience and compassion to look at the wounds of vulnerability within us and know that it is really worth the effort to connect to the pathway that leads us to our heart longings. Another example of vulnerability um, is this Jordan Harbinger. He gives a great example of what being forced to be vulnerable looks like at a dinner party he attended. After the dinner, the host announced she wanted everyone to share the one thing that they were most afraid of. Jordan explains instantly he felt all his old feelings creep up. The resentment, the resistance to be told to be vulnerable, the self-consciousness that his answer wouldn't be vulnerable enough. But this time he stood back, he understood what was happening around him and he knew that he was having an authentic reaction to a manufactured moment that the host had created. So when it came to his turn, he politely smiled and said, actually, I'd rather not share tonight if that's okay. I'm really happy to be here. I'm just not really feeling this exercise. The host, her face turned to a compassionate mask. She said, sounds like opening up is your biggest fear. Jordan said, maybe. Maybe we can talk about that in the office one day. Everyone laughed at my comment and we moved on to the next person. But interestingly enough, after that dinner party, four different people came up to Jordan and said that his decision not to share was the most vulnerable thing that happened that night. And they said, I wish I had done that. I didn't know that that was an option. So often we get caught doing what others want doing something we know feels wrong for us. You are the only one who has to know what is right for you. And although this takes courage, when we know this deeply, we are free. Jordan says, all of us want nothing more in life than to be ourselves. That's the feeling we're all chasing in life. That simple, awesome joy that comes from not having to pretend to be something we're not. That's what we call authenticity and it takes vulnerability to get there. The universe will constantly invite us to be vulnerable and authentic. It's constantly asking us to face the death of ourself, our identity, of our ego and of our old story. This invite will appear in the form of our partner, our children, our friends, or a complete stranger. Either way, we will always have a choice to put up our shield and protect ourselves, responding with our old stories or wounds, or take a big step out in courage and allow ourselves to be seen. When we do this, everyone around us has an opportunity to feel comfortable and safe doing the same. If we all shut down and we all shield ourselves, no one will grow and no one will believe it's possible that we can be our authentic selves. 
In the end, the only thing we have to remember is that life is short and that life is precious. And for us to experience the fullness of this life and of love, we have to be vulnerable. For more information about my mentoring or my book, please connect with me at www.karenlangauthor.com. Thank you everyone.